Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're live. People can hear us. We're rocking and we're rolling. Hey, guys. Don't ever say that again, Steph. That's such a mum thing to say. My mum used to say that. You just reminded me. Now we're rocking and rolling. That's what she used to say. Now we're rocking and rolling. It's a very parent thing to say, isn't it? Cheers, Hannah. Cheers. To the, uh, to, I don't know. Cheers, because the UK loosened lockdown yesterday. Way, way. Why did I say that? Way, way. Who said that? I don't know, but you are drinking a Bloody Mary right now. So maybe that's why you said way, way. (laughs) God, I wish we could start again, but it's all live now. I never want to say way, way again. Who fucking says way, way? Oh my God, way, please way? put that on a t-shirt for, way, for way. yourself. Why would I say that? I don't know. Anyway, let's um, dig you out of this hole, shall we? I was making my Bloody Mary downstairs and I, I, I was th- thinking about it as I was making it. And I was thinking, if we ran out of mixers and you said, don't worry, I'll knock something up and went into the kitchen and came back with this and said, look, I've made you uh, a drink with... Or with tomato juice and vodka in it, and I taste and put celery in it, and I would taste it, and I'd probably be sick. I'd be like, I'm not drinking that. That's I disgusting. Personally, really don't understand Bloody Marys, but mm. I feel like I'm not at that age yet. No offense, where Bloody Mary is appealing to me. Do you know why? I, you know why? Why I like Bloody Marys? Tell me, tell me. I'll tell you, Hannah. Wait, wait. <laughs> don't have to. Don't say that. Please don't bring me back. Give me flashbacks. Um, because we, you and I, had a massive argument in London once. And I... Thanks for bringing it up. If I'm, I can't remember what it's about. I messaged my mate Jono and I said, Jono, I need, a, I, need a, I, need a, I need a shoulder to cry. Can I come and... Can you meet up with me? And we met up in Shoreditch House in London. And he was like... He was like, get a Bloody Mary. And I was... I said, I don't know. I don't like them. He goes, no, just trust me. Just get a Bloody Mary. See, see, see what I'm talking about. And he, he made me get a Bloody Mary. And we both sat there. And that rooftop bit. I mean, I, I kind of... Un, un, yeah. I unleashed to him my grievances and uh, he made it feel much better and after that day i was like actually i like bloody mary's now they're really nice but like i said if you made me that and they didn't exist i'd probably be sick so i think it's just i don't know it's a weird thing isn't it how you can because it's a thing because bloody mary's a thing you like it i like it my so i um was on instagram the other day this is probably going off on a bit of a tangent and my friend jess jess avey um she is like um like a positivity coach type thing and she was um she put up this reel which i really liked um which said i think it was called rain is rain so she was basically explaining that nothing in life has meaning until you give it one so sounds like a nihilist in some countries rain people might welcome the rain and be like yes it's raining the crops are gonna grow and then in other countries we'll put like this negative spin on it and be like oh no now i can't do this or i'm gonna get wet or Mm. whatever um but it just reminded me of that um because i don't know there's certain like restrictions that we put on ourselves or like rigid (laughs) ideas that we have 
aren't there? Yeah. And when you kind of zoom out, you think, why do we have those rigid ideas? Like um, there was a book I was reading the other day and the guy was saying uh, that he went back to his parents' house and um, it had been snowing and he started to shovel people's driveways um, when he got back in the middle of the night. And his parents were like, why are you doing that now? You don't need to do that now. Do it in the morning. No one does it at night. And he was like... I want to do it at night. I'm going to do it at night because you can shovel snow at night if you want to. Okay. Anyway, I told you it was a tangent, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if it rains, what is it? What did you say? If rain it's is rain. It doesn't rain. have meaning until you give it one. Mm. I just thought that was something quite nice to um. But that's true with everything. Nothing, nothing in life has meaning until you give it meaning, really, don't you? Exactly. It? So you can kind of make it your own. Mm. It's, all quite, it's all quite a meaningless experience, really. Well, it depends how you, <laughs> depends depends, how you look at it. Depends how you look at it, yeah. Jeez. I am a true Lower nihilist. the tone. I, I am a true nihilist, though. I don't believe life has any intrinsic meaning. But um, I just think we have meanings that associate to it. But yeah. So what's been going down in your world today then, Hannah Mags? My world today has involved studying. <laughs> I've been studying all day. How many hours um, have you done now? What, completely, all together? Yeah. Um, I'm 80% through... So I have done 160 hours, mm. which is a lot. Um, but I kind of can see that like end in sight now, yeah. which I'm really excited about because then I'll be like qualified. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to stop learning. Yeah. Like I'm really enjoying it. And I'm always really excited to kind of get in my little office and, and get started. Like I'm eager to learn still, mm. even mm. though I'm so far through the course. Um, I was thinking about it earlier, actually, and how for somebody like me who I feel really comfortable in front of the camera and I feel less comfortable in a room full of people talking to a room full of people staring at me. Mm. So being able to learn and do this training online has been really beneficial to someone like me who might normally stray away from that because the anxiety of being in a room full of people staring at me would outweigh me not outweigh me wanting to do it but it would put such a pressure on me like I wouldn't be able to sleep the night before and I'd worry about group dynamics and like all of this other stuff Mm. that shouldn't be part of it that would distract me from the actual learning or maybe it it would stop me from like voicing my opinion um or kind of um uh going to correct a posture somebody keeps pinging me and it's really annoying let me try and stop that while you carry on talking about that that's all right. Who the bloody hell is that? I hate them. Let me just. Can you just not look at your screen while no, I talk? To, it's I'm so rude. Silence. I'm just going to silence it somehow. I don't Someone know needs to teach this man how to be polite. <laughs> Whoever is doing this, I hate them. Um, Why don't you just not look at the screen? Because it's going ping and it's going to annoy everyone at home when they're hearing this pinging sound. And I don't know who it is. It's, oh, it's that bloody uh, icebreakers group. That's who it is. Quick WhatsApp. It's that icebreakers, the group of. Um, Oh, somebody just commented saying, you've inspired my husband and I to start our own podcast in the next two weeks. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, icebreakers. Good luck. um, We did did this thing the other day where about 30 of us all went down and and all climbed. It was was so funny. You just looked up and I all of a sudden saw like 30 pasty middle-aged men wading into the river. (laughs) It was such a sight for sore eyes. Sorry. Is that you? Yeah, that was my, my move goal. <laughs> I've just reached my move goal, guys. Oh my god, this is so <laughs> depressing. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, it was it was quite it was quite a, 
uh, an interesting experience. But uh, my friend Neil is going to get us uh, some hats made saying the Little Dippers, which is our little group name. The other guys are called like the Icebreakers and they were called the, the Man Makers. They rebranded to the Icebreakers because I think it was a bit, uh, well, it alienated a lot of women from getting into cold water. Not that any women do it. I actually, no, that's a lie. There's a few women do it. Do you want to tell us about your uh, new venture, Steph? Oh, yeah. Grace and Ashes, bloody hell, man. So I launched that on Saturday night and I launched it on Saturday night and I was really nervous about doing it. And I had the tech, I had the Instagram out there and I was like, I call it the minute I press send, it's, 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 it's done. a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. So I sat there for ages looking at it going, oh God, oh God, what's going to happen? And then I put it out and then there's always a quiet patch for like a few minutes before like everything go crazy. So there's a little quiet patch where it's like the calm before the storm almost. And then bang, the orders just started flooding in. And I was like, okay, this is good. Orders are coming in. And then more orders and then more orders and then more orders. And then I was like, oh shit, there's a lot of orders now, <laughs> which is good. It's a good problem to have. But a lot of, I mean, they just kept flying in. So I've been frantically now trying to order in more stock. I've been frantically like my printers working like crazy. I'm just doing everything I can to get them out. It's funny which because is great. I... Um when you were ordering everything i was like don't overorder because we've like we've had ventures previously where we've like overestimated or mm. underestimated and it's quite um it's quite a tricky thing to know what the reception's going to be like when you start an online shop isn't yeah. it so i think it's a good problem to have but you're going to have a lot of people waiting but that's fine well they're not going to wait for that i mean i've messaged everyone to let them know be patient people are getting their stuff now which is good but there's there's different things being sent from different places so i'm just a little bit i don't know i think it's it's i'm really happy uh, it's a good problem to have but i just don't want to somebody keeps calling me leave me alone scumbag um did you know you can do that when you watch if your watch is ringing just slap your watch and then it will stop it'll go silent I didn't. yeah um anyway yeah so no i'm really delighted with how it's gone and I'm, I'm i'm very happy with it and i want to start listing more artwork on there and commissioning more stuff it's uh it's great it's good to have something I do think the cold water dips have inspired this business because I'm so after dipping in cold after getting in cold water in the morning you 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 get out of that cold water and you're so on fire and you're so like alert and so ready to go that you just want to you sit down and you're straight away you're super efficient so I've been working on it like crazy but uh I think that's the cold water that's really helped I think yeah no but it's great I, I'm, I'm really proud of it and i'm really looking forward to getting more pieces on there and working with more artists and exp- expanding the range i think that's it that's a really nice touch to the website there is that a lot of the work on there is from people we know that may be local or friends or mm. just people we know that have like a really great talent or mm. have like a little niche and it's nice to kind of put a spotlight on that or yeah just to work with other people who are passionate about artwork it's just a really nice way to kind of Mm. put it all together somewhere you know and then you've also got like pieces from obviously more well-known artists that are prints that are affordable prints and Mm. so there's a real mix of stuff on there it's not just like it's not it's not high-end it's not like high street it's kind of like a real there is some high-end stuff on there a couple of hundred quid I think one of the artists goes for but 
Yes, is that the, sh- um, the huge print that we have in our kitchen? What's his name? The guy? I don't know. It's his a name. Spanish name, and I find it really difficult to pronounce. I love that print so much. We've had that for years. Mm. I still remember the day we got that print. I think I'm getting. I'll some put more it on my Instagram in. today, just in case anyone um, is wondering which print we're going on about, because it really annoys me in podcasts when people talk yeah. about something that you can't see that you need to see. Yeah, is um, but weirdly, the one of the best-selling prints on there was a was a piece of artwork that I made, just saying this shit is not art. It's like just that's a, it just kind of it's a font Did you that put says that one on there. Um, it says I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. By yeah, way. that's on there. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's on there. That sold a few as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this person's really. Um, it's one of those weird obscure numbers as well that I don't trust. Oh, it's probably like some horrible bill we haven't paid. That's yeah. what I always think when I see a number that comes up. I'm like, what have I done wrong? Yeah, that this person desperately needs to get hold of me. That gives me anxiety, actually. I'm keen to get like stuck into more artwork as well as, and produce more stuff and uh, get some old hard drives out and see if I have anything in there that isn't of the kids. Like nice shots of like South Bank and stuff. I think there's some beautiful, mm. brutal architecture of the, uh, what is it called? I always just like shooting down there. What's that place called? South Bank? Yeah, what the, what the, what's the building called that I love shooting? Um... I don't the know. big brutal one down on South Bank. I like, don't know why are you cross with me. Why for is not that person keep calling me? Can I just answer? So I'm going to see who the f- this is and tell them to leave me alone. Can you not just turn your phone off? No, hang you're on. in the middle of a live podcast. It's a bit rude. Hello. They just hang up. This is the weird thing about these um, numbers. They oh, call someone you said hello from sunny Cape Town. Hi. Oh, that sounds like heaven. Love to be in Cape Town right now. I need to block that number. Yeah, I hate when they do that. I get so many of these calls where they call you and then they just Somebody hang up. Somebody said we post prints to South Africa. Yeah, man, we posted. We got we sold we sold some to South Africa the other day. I think somebody bought one of those Spanish guy art um, pieces and sent. We sent that off to South Africa and another one by this architect that I really like called Lewis Bartlett. I think his name is. That I've got listed on there. Oh, the Barbican. Someone said. Yeah, that's it. The yeah. Barbican. Thanks, Thank ma'am. you. Yeah, <laughs> we're about to have an argument about that. I get this. <laughs> I get this stage fright thing that happens where I like I need to. I've this new thing's actually started happening to me where I'm trying to do something and then I, you know, you ever have the dream where like there's a telephone ringing and you can't get the number and you can't punch it in, you're panicking. It's nope. a consistent dream Never that I have that where dream. you need to dial a number, or you need to do something, but things are stopping you from doing it. And it's a simple thing to do, but you can't do it and you're just freaking out. And the more you freak out, the worse it gets. I've been doing that a lot recently with like everything in life. <laughs> it just feels like, oh God, I really, I go into like this hyper panic mode for a second. I don't know what it is. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. I don't know, you just need to breathe and chill out. Yeah, I do. I need to chill the F out. <laughs> um but yeah, no, we had a lovely day yesterday, didn't we? For the first time, actually uh went out properly and sat down, had some food. Yeah, the funny oh, thing was great. though that I 
wasn't really in a place where I felt the need or really wanted to do that. Like I wasn't mm. massively fussed about things opening up and I sort of felt like, oh, it's going to be queues and crowds and like I just wasn't really in the right headspace to go and be like mm. in public. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like I'm so used to just being at home now and, and having every meal at home and like everything... It's like a little bubble, isn't it? Did you notice how happy everyone was to be out though? You could just see it in their faces. Yeah, it was was genuinely, it was so nice to see people having a good time and seeing each other. And Mm. the general like mood just was so positive. And everyone just, I don't know, it felt like everyone had just like breathed this big sigh of relief. Um, And it wasn't strange or... I don't know it was just it was just so nice to it's such a simple thing but so nice just to go and have a glass of wine not in your house yeah and have a meal that you didn't cook yourself yeah. like if that was the highlight and not have to think about the dishes or mm. anything like that it was just really lovely and I think in a way I think it's because we didn't put any pressure on it and it was mm. a bit of a spur of the moment thing and we'd not been looking forward to it for like two weeks and being like oh it's gonna be really nice we've got to go and like have the best time I think sometimes that's I don't know with me I sometimes can feel disappointed if I put pressure on something like that whereas when it's a spontaneous thing I don't know it seems to just work better yeah and the good thing about um lockdown easing now is it'll be only a few weeks before we can start getting people in on the podcast and have guests for the first time which I think will be pretty cool I'm interested in trying that out but um I think you'd be good at that because you used to like interview for your job. I think I'd be mm. rubbish at that. No, you're a better conversation. Although it depends who it is. Mm. If it's like one of my friends, then it'll be easy. Yeah, but I think you should have a chat I with think, one of your friends, um, just maybe not with alcohol in case it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I f- how I feel about guests. I think I might just leave that to you, to be honest. So, should we tell everyone how we came up with the name of with Gr- of Grace and Ashes? I don't really remember that clearly. Yeah, why don't you remember that clearly? I think it I was know, when we were I don't in Amsterdam. Really want, I don't really want to have this conversation on a, on a live podcast. That was fine. We were in you Amsterdam. Can lead the way. We were go. in Amsterdam doing doing what you do in Amsterdam. I think we were in a cafe at some some point, enjoying the local delicacies of a cafe in Amsterdam, and got really stoned. I think it was the same sort of time that we hadn't. I had this epiphany. I got. I, I, I we went into this weed shop, and I said, "Can I?" Well, basically, I just said, "We." You looked at the menu, and uh, on the menu, you chose this one called what was it called? Do you remember the name of it? Um, pure haze oh yeah it was pure haze pure and I, haze. I basically I think I did that thing that I do sometimes I do it a lot in like supermarkets and things where I'll see something and I'll go to like pick it up mm. or like reach for it and then I'll end up accidentally picking the thing right next to it mm. and like looking away and it's just one of the things that I do that's like really scatty mm. and sometimes if I'm like ordering something and I read like a description or whatever I'll order the thing that's like right next to it by accident and I think that's what happened because there is no way I would have ordered that purple haze otherwise Ooh. well we sat down in the cafe and I had to go and lie down for six hours <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit you had a bit and I, I you know I've been I've been part t- shut up dogs partaking since i was a child like since 1819 so I'm, I'm a fay with how this stuff works um and we had we shared i think half of a spliff in this it wasn't cafe. even half probably wasn't half. we had a few puffs each and i just felt like okay that's it i feel like i've already hit the spot where i've had too much after a few puffs even and we were like let's just leave it there so we just took took the rest with us and left the cafe and then boom i mean 
I went into a different dimension. I, and I didn't think even you could get that from weed. I, I mean, I never even knew that was possible. It was like, it was the most psychedelic experience. I think of one of the most psychedelic experiences in my life. It was crazy. It was amazing, <clears throat> but there was part of me that wished there would be a warning. <laughs> um, but then also saying that I don't think I would have done it if if I'd read the warning or if I'd no. known that that's exactly what was going to happen. I think I would have I would have. Um, probably not done that so we were walking along holding hands and i almost felt like i broke through this time barrier and everything was kind of got everything went into this kind i I felt like i went into infinity and i came out of it with this weird epiphany where i just i almost came in i went into this beautiful state and then came out of it thinking what was that and i was convinced afterwards I even said to Hannah when I was holding her hands, like, I've just had an epiphany. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> and then uh, you were trying to calm me down. Anyway, we, we managed to somehow stumble back to our hotel room, lie on the bed. For six hours, we just lay there laughing, didn't we? Just giggling at the root ceiling. And then I was like, after that, I was like, right, that was definitely laced with, with, with something. That was laced with acid. There's can't, that can't have been, you know, I've, I've been smoking weed since I was a kid. That's not what weed's like. I've never had, I, so I had to go into the guy the next day and I was like, look, mate, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get fast. I just want to know what was it laced with? What was in that? Because that was not weed. And he just goes, he looks at me straight in my eyes. He goes, welcome to Amsterdam, buddy. <laughs> and that was my Amsterdam accent, my Dutch accent. And I was like, oh my God. I think it was just a really hyper strong strain. I of, think when I, weed. when we went back and I looked at the, um, the menu, I think it was basically a mix of loads of different types of weed. <laughs> Mm. like all mixed together yeah and i was like dude you can't sell that to people without that's warning why it was them. like it was like real waves mm. of like just strangeness mm. um Would you... anyway that's how we came the name of grace and ashes and i don't know how i think i came out of it with from the i went into the epiphany and came out with your great name grace and ashes <laughs> no, well, I, don't know. Go, I don't know if that's where it was but i think some point at some point on that on that trip when we were a little bit lean we came up with the name grace and ashes do you think you'd like to um open an actual shop like a tangible shop for the prince um no i think it would be really nice or a pop-up shop a pop-up shop would be good i don't think so i don't i don't i don't really trust retail enough i've seen what how decimated it's been and how Mm. how how badly burned people have got that have got into retail so i just don't trust it i do trust online i think like you know you don't people now can make online shops i mean how you worked for a little a little business an independent business in bath didn't you um they've since shut down but you'd see like sometimes one customer come in a day yeah it was i what? mean they didn't have the best location though it but was still. like at the top of town and you had to know it was there really it was kind of tucked away but yeah but how could they afford to pay staff and f- business fees yeah, and all that kind know. of stuff with one customer a day um can i change the subject mm-hmm. and um do a recommendation Hell yeah. Which is a joint recommendation. Um, so Steph and I are really into horror films. We really like We did speak about this last week, horror by the way. Films. Oh, did you? Yeah, we, yeah we, spoke about, we spoke about Shadow last week on the last podcast. Oh, I thought you said just cancel it when... Uh... No, no, I said cancel it to get an extra month. Oh, oh I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you go cancel. When anyway, just, just, yeah, Shudder's really good. Um, if you really enjoy horror, there's quite a few on... I think we've watched about three now. Um but there's a, like a really wide range of horror films and all the subtitled ones, are they, those are my favourite. They're a little bit longer than a normal film, which I also really enjoy, although we do have to split it up between like two nights because I cannot stay awake long enough. It gets to like quarter to ten and I'm like, I need to go to bed now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if I don't go to bed now, I'll be grumpy in the morning. I love being terrified. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Although saying that, 
Um, I was terrified in that last film that we watched where there's that creepy, horrible thing climbing out from under the bed. That was freaky. That didn't scare me that oh, much. I didn't like that. I didn't like that one bit. There, yeah. there was one scene where this person went into the bathroom and his wife's body was just, in the, you know, had one of those shower baths where you stand in the bath and shower tub and their body was just getting thudded from left to right from one side of the bath to the other against the wall. And it was just over and over. And he was like, he was, even when he went up to it, he was like, what's going on? And crying and stuff. And it was just going from one side to the other. And there was blood. It was everywhere. It was, it was horrible. It was a nasty scene. I really like it when horror films start a film with something like that. Like, I, I think, what was it? It Follows did that, where that was another an amazing horror film, It Follows. And one of the early scenes was this contorted dead figure on a beach. And you were like, so you go into it straight away thinking, okay, they, well, they've, they've, I know I now know how dark they're prepared to go in this, and then you're really interested in where they're going to go. So I always like it when films do that, and that one did something similar. But no, I think it's I think it's a really good thing. Saying that, I got a call from speaking of horror films. I got a call from um, the holiday camp that Grayson and Rufus are in today, saying uh, saying I just, I'm just calling to check uh, something. Is has Grayson been watching Freddy Krueger because he keeps going on about Freddy Krueger? <laughs> I told you that was going to come back and bite you in the ass. When you started telling our seven-year-old about Freddy Krueger, I was like, can you just not do that? He's so, in- he loves dark, he loves like horror. He's like me when I was a He's kid. Asked he's asked me for a poster horror. for his bedroom and I I'm t- like, absolutely what, a Freddy no Krueger poster? way. Yeah. That's so funny he asked you that because I told him when I was his age, I had a Freddy Krueger yeah, poster. Yeah, that's why he wants scream. it. It's so scary, but uh, he's just one of those kids that just like scary stuff. Um, it's funny because I can I can imagine him when he's old enough sitting there in the evening watching horrors with us. Mm, yeah, he'll love horrors. Mm. Yeah, my mum loves horrors. My sister loves horrors. My nieces love horrors. They're a big horror family. It's so funny because my family really aren't like my sister won't watch anything like that, and really? my mum never really liked anything like that. Um, but I think because a big part of my um, university degree was film and like analyzing film and one of the modules i did was horror so ever since then i've just like quite obsessed with it i just find it really interesting to watch and see like the pattern it's like you you can't unsee the pattern once you know the pattern or Mm. like if you know the names of the shots or certain types of characters Mm. you can't unsee that afterwards so it's kind of it's nice to watch something and analyze it you know 90 percent of them seem to be like a family moving into a new house there's a troubled teen um the house is a little bit creepy that seems to be 90 percent of the horrors that we tend to watch yeah um yeah but no there's some really good stuff on shadow we're gonna get we're gonna probably pop another one on tonight maybe and check another one out but yeah that's that's a good recommendation what have i got to recommend i can recommend a, a website that sells loads of amazing artwork called graceandashes.co.uk there's some amazing stuff on there be prepared to wait six months for your stuff though <laughs> i'm joking it won't be that long it won't be that long it won't be that long it takes like the st- i've got a bit of a backlog but I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it like a bonnet. Mm. Oh no, that was another one. Hey, we should start doing like whenever Steph says something cringy, everyone has to do a shot. Have you seen The Witch? Somebody says, no, I've not seen The Witch. I think we tried to watch it, but it was really dark, the start of it. And I don't it very, remember it. It was, this, I remember it starting off in a forest or something and it was really, it was it almost like medieval kind of thing. And I, I don't think I could persevere with it. I think we should persevere. Something happened with a baby at the start or something. I remember watching a bit of it and being like, I don't really, can't really get into this. But we should give it another go maybe. It's supposed to be quite good. My best ever horror film, I think, is... Oh God, I always forget the fucking name. I what's it called, Hannah? Hannah you know the one. Know we always talk about it. Film is. Oh, I'll be back in a sec. Sir, sir, something or other. Yeah, Sir. Sorrent- 
No, I don't know the name of your favourite film, sorry. <laughs> I don't have a favourite horror film. Like, for me, I watch them, get scared by them or don't get scared by them, analyse them and then totally forget about them and move on to the next one. It's not Serenity. But no, it's of a... course it's not Serenity. No, it's not Who serenity, would name a horror like, film Serenity? I always, do, I always do this thing where I panic and my brain like backfires and malfunctions where there's this thing that I know and I know how to say it, but then when I'm, I get stage fright and I Hereditary? Panic. Hereditary. Bang. Thank you, whoever said that. Hereditary. That is one of my best horror films. I, I think you film. can't remember because you've had a strong a bloody memory. <laughs> yeah, and a life of debauchery. <laughs> Slowed down my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I might have to go back to my studies in a minute, my love. Okay, well, we'll wrap this up the then. Thanks very much for watching. We're going to call this a short one today. How long have we been doing it today? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. How long have we been going? 26 minutes. That's all right. Oh. 26 minutes. Thank you. Ever oh, Seren- Serendipity. No, that's not that's not the name of a horror film. Hereditary. Yeah, it's, hereditary. Yeah, it's definitely Hereditary. Hereditary was scary. I remember Hereditary being so scary that you had to come to the toilet with me afterwards. I don't mm. know if I could watch that again because I know how scared it made me the first time. <laughs> Somebody says that they hated the ending of Hereditary. My mum hated the ending of Hereditary too. And uh, I think... Sometimes it's difficult to tie up a horror film. Like you, it's very like last night. How? Oh they... my god! The funniest thing <laughs> happened in the film we were watching last night. Like, so I think it was about it was almost two hours long, and then the last scene they basically got the ghost to fling a chair at the camera, and then it just went black and ended. Yeah. And we were like, "What? Yeah. You didn't tie anything up." Yeah, nothing was tied up. I mean, maybe they were lining up for a number two, but you know, hmm. if it lasted that long and there was no. Uh, it's like they just got bored and they were like, let's just end this. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to you there. Like, it's almost like sometimes they don't plan the film out and they just get to the end and they're like, what do we do? Uh, what do we look Throw around? A chair like, We've got a chair the there. We can make that fly towards the camera. They cut to black and yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't imagine that getting past the writing room being like, well, how do we end? It's a chair. Oh, it. somebody said Split is a great thriller, horror thriller. Let's watch that. Okay. We'll try that. Thanks one. for the recommendation. Split. Yeah. Let's give that a go. Anyway, I am actually going to go and do some... Yeah, I've got to do loads of printing. Work. All right, thanks very much for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. We'll see you all next week. See you next time, folks. More M's the word. Cheers, guys. Bye. Brought to you by Lexus. Some things do more than their stated functions because exceptional things inspire you to do exceptional things. To this select list, we add the all-new Lexus GX. With its exceptional capability, you'll see possibilities you never knew existed, sending you far outside your comfort zone. But as much as the GX challenges you, it also spoils you. Its intuitive technology and luxurious features mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Live up to it. The all-new Lexus GX. 